Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The battle is over. We have won. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. Great win for the Reds yesterday. We played really well um, overall anyway. There was a few players I thought could have played a bit better um, and we'll get to them in a minute. Um, before we start properly, I just want to take a moment to uh, thank our new sponsor, Enhanced. Um, for anybody who's not aware of what they are, they're a, they're a CBD company uh, and some of the products they've got are absolutely brilliant. Um, if you head over to their website, enhanced.com, that's enhanced without the second day, um, and have a look at what you've got. If you use the code Groove at checkout, you'll get 10% off. Um, but check them out. They're on Instagram, um, enhancedofficial, underscore official, and on Twitter, uh, just enhancedofficial. Uh, so check them out. They're, they're a really new, up-and-coming company, um, and, yeah, really happy to be involved with them. Um, but as I say, you know, we overall, I thought we played well. Um, definitely, you know, didn't deserve anything less than a win in fairness. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was decent. It was. Um, I think someone said. I think it might have been my dad. Actually, said it was a bit like watching Liverpool last season, where we weren't particularly playing fantastic, but we found a way to grind out the result. Yeah, I, I was quite impressed with the performance following the Madrid game. The way we were just lackluster. We were, who basically absolutely shite against Madrid. They turned it on a little bit. Thought they, I've said it before, sometimes we get a bit desperate when it's not going our way and it's not going in. Um, we press up a bit too much and then we get caught on the counter. Uh, I, I, that happens, but it's just one of them. I thought we played the free-flowing footy that we used to. We were passing it around. We were playing it to each other. I've seen a few, a few players getting ridiculed at our time and stuff, and I didn't really see it. There was only one... Pl- one player who came on and one player who started that I wasn't happy with, but we'll get to them later. Um, and I just thought we played well. I thought we, de- I thought I felt like there was always going to be a point where we were going to we were going to score unless something drastic happened. When that VAR incident happened, that's when I start thinking, you know, they've just scored. We go down at the end, get one, and you're thinking, how's that? How's that even humanly possible to make that error? But we got there in the end, didn't we? So. We did. We got. We got there in the end. Uh, we've we've spoke about VAR many times on this podcast, and unfortunately, you know, we we don't want to always talk about VAR, but shit like yesterday happens, and it makes us have to talk about it again. It needs. I was all for it when when you were introducing it. I thought the referees, the refereeing standard in the in the Premier League's been shocking for years, so I thought the refs needed help, and I thought VAR was what they needed, and if it's used in the I, I put on Twitter yesterday, like, I can't, I've done this tweet where I was basically just calling everyone a fucking cunt, basically. Um, so that that was me rant tweet. And then under it, I put a more sort of, you know, well-spoken tweet, let's say, out. 
And I just basically said, in any other country in the world that uses VAR, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be offside. First of all, because he wasn't offside, but more because it wouldn't get looked at in other countries because it's not a clear and obvious error. And like who was on um who was it saying Carragher Carragher said we've lost level. Level isn't a thing anymore. You can't be level now. And no, you can't. No, uh, I've seen a thing in from the the Dutch league. Apparently, they use two five centimetre lines in width. So if they if you if it's close and then two lines touch because the players on or off. They go with the decision the linesman's made. So if his flag was down at the time of the goal, that's the verdict. Yeah. So yesterday would have been a goal. The derby would have been a goal because the yeah. linesman kept his flag down. And I think what, what as I've said before, it's like the um, the self checkouts. What's the point in in having a robot when you can use people that make better judgment and better decisions? Use one or the other. Don't you? What's the point in having a linesman at the side of the pitch? If he hasn't got a job, what's his duty? What does he do now? Because everything's VAR, and VAR is incorrect nearly every fucking time. They need to get rid of it completely and start again. Get rid of it. Don't don't make changes here, there, and everywhere. Fucking abolish it. Get rid of the whole fucking thing. Get rid of it, and then introduce it bit by bit when it's more accurate and it's it's better and it improves the game. At the minute, you know we, we've had an absolutely fucking shit yet. There's no one in the ground. And we can't even celebrate goals at home and get that bit of enjoyment because it's straight to VAR. And as soon as it goes to VAR at Liverpool, it, you could be fucking five yards on side. As soon as it's over the looking at it, you know there's a reason they're looking for it. It's like when the police have got something on someone, they might have done nothing. But if they're looking for something on someone, they're going to find something on someone. Yeah. That's what VAR is doing. When it's looking for stuff, it's got to find it. And it's going to. It always is. I hate it. VAR is like a pissed off bird, isn't it? Like there might be nothing there, but it'll make it'll make something be there, and that's what it yeah. was yesterday. He wasn't offside, but somehow VAR went. Oh yeah, he's offside. He's offside by his elbow that you can't score. But look at the lines, the yellow lines. He didn't have to draw the red lines. The yellow lines show that he's fucking a yard offside. All of his body, every single bit of his body, that. Used to score a goal is on size by a yard, every yeah. part of it. What the fuck? Why go to the elbow? It, it, it makes, makes no sense. sense. And even you know, the elbows on side. So even that, <laughs> the elbows fucking on side. So it's ridiculous. It's... I just think, as I said, it needs to be you're just completely fucking chipped until yeah. they find a solution. I, I agree. Um, I say I was on. I was in the camp of do you need to make changes to it. And the biggest problem with it is is that. One, as I said, the referees in this country are shite. They're, they're not worth. They're not worth fucking putting in there. I'd rather have no referee and just let VAR do it all. Um, to be honest with you, if VAR was wasn't manned by the same referees that are refereeing the games, maybe it wouldn't be as much of a problem. But like, the whole point of VAR is that it's used to to look at clear and obvious errors, and in our country, they use it to look at every single fucking minute, absolute fucking tiny little thing in the game and that's not what it was brought in for that's not how it's supposed to be used the fucking lawmakers of football have said you're using it in the wrong way and we've just went and we're English so what it's our game fuck off yeah basically it's just say it's meant to be used for clear and obvious errors and yesterday wasn't it wasn't even an error it was brilliant judgement by the linesman to leave his flight down because he was a fucking yard on side you can't can't clarify that enough he was a yard 
onside. There was no reason to look at that goal. He was a yard onside in every yeah. angle. On every part of the pitch, he's a fucking yard onside. Why have they looked at it? It's because they want to stop Liverpool scoring. And that's the only... It's corrupt as fuck. It's absolutely See, it's corrupt. Not even, until the, it's not even just Liverpool, though, man. Until the person with his mouse drawing these lines, making them decisions. The, the red line that he draws to the yellow line isn't even straight. It's on a fucking angle to hit the elbow. It's ridiculous. It's a millimetre off. So to make his elbow offside, that's how we're doing it. Until them pricks come out to come out on the telly and say, this is why we've done it. This is how we analyse it. Then we can listen. But it's fucking corrupt. That's the end of it. It's corrupt as fuck. See, I think what would help is if if we could hear what was being said. So like the the uh, the refs in rugby are all mic'd up, aren't they? And you can hear what their what their VAR person saying, I don't think it's called VAR and rugby, but they've got pretty much the same thing. But you can hear the conversation between the ref and, and you know the video ref. We need we need that for one. We need to know exactly what's being said because it's fucking pointless just going. And what's annoying is the commentators can hear what's being said. They can hear the conversation between them. So they can go, yeah, oh yeah, well, well. um but I think the problem and it's it's not just a Liverpool thing, lad. It you had, I don't know who the game was on Friday night. It was a Fulham and Wolves. And, Wolves, yeah. Yeah, Wolves scored. Wolves scored. And it got disallowed. And I think he was off. Again, I think he drew the line to the elbow. So it's just, it's it's not, it's not, I don't think it's a team bias thing, lad. I think it's just, we've got clueless referees in this league. And there's a reason why RFs aren't being taken to the Euros and they don't get talked to the World Cups and nothing like that. Because the shit, they're not good enough. They're not up to scratch. The not when you, when you say there's no team bias though, like the likes of Wolves and that there is errors because the officiating is shit and whoever's behind the mouse on the fucking VAR is shit as well. But Liverpool have had about fucking nine incorrect decisions against us. That that's got to be something. that can't be just every time as Liverpool. Just they're looking for stuff with Liverpool that they don't look for in other teams. Even the Brighton goal, it was offside, but they went from the inside of his sleeve as opposed to the outside to keep him on to keep him on side where on ours they're going from the outside because it's the closest one to the goal to keep him offside or onside sorry it's fucking it's corrupt it's corrupt see I think see again now for me it's just as shit as last year and we didn't get as many incorrect decisions against us last year and Right, I don't know. I don't know how we're getting fucking more of them this year. Don't get me wrong. Part of the problem is the is the fucking offside rule as well. Um, but it's it's just offside that VAR doesn't work for. You look at like the red card for um, who was it for Leeds yesterday? Yeah, that was a red card. He's fucking buckled his knee. So when it's done, the check on that. Yeah, it's it works for like red cards and stuff like that. But the yeah, one but not thing, every time, lad. But not it's not consistent with that either. Even penalties. Then, Look at the penalty against Brighton. Uh, really. Was it Brighton where Robbo's literally touched his toe in slow motion? It looks like a foul. In real time, it's a load of fucking bollocks. That, oh, where the he, ball's where, gone yeah, away. Well, yeah. The ball's gone away. The ball's he's not he's not a to goal. The ball's already gone. And he he swung his foot, clipped his toe. That's not a penalty in real life. But when you slow it down for a camera, it looks like a penalty. It's incorrect. I think you, should, you need to just jib the fucking lot of it and bring it back in stages. Bring it back. Bring it in. Right? We fix this bit on the offside. We'll we'll bring that in. If it's clearly offside and the ref's missed it, we'll look at it. If it's not and he's online, 
benefit of the doubt goes to the striker or the linesman makes the decision. Sound, bring that in. Then we'll look at fouls the referee's missed. Then we'll look at red cards the referee's only put a yellow card for. Stuff like that. Bring it in in stages. They've gone gung-ho, thrown the fucking lot of it in, and a lot of it's absolutely shit, and there's no consistency with it. Do you think the referees? Do you think the refs are being shit with it on purpose because they're largely opposed to it? I, I don't know, uh, possibly, but I, I think the referees, the referees in this country, if they can get a headline by doing something wrong, they love it. They'd rather fucking send someone off for nothing and get a headline fucking post in the paper, and and they're happy with that. It's embarrassing the officiating in this country. I just think the referees are physically and utterly inept. Absolutely shite. The fourth officials are shite. The linesmen are shite. The VAR is shite. And until we step away from it and improve our culture and that, it's going to stay shite. But mm. referees are also, you know, if they've made a decision on VAR, say for instance, he allows a goal and VAR step in and go, actually, we don't think that's a goal. Referees are trying to challenge it to prove that they're better than VAR sometimes. When the wrong or the right, they just look at what, what was the one with Liverpool where he got told it was against Tottenham, got told right if Lovren's just the ball, fucking oh yeah, a, that was the just, yeah, that was it. Like, what that, that was the line yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, the and he went. I don't know. He went. I don't know if he touched the ball. I don't know yeah. if he touched the ball. And so, so we just allowed it. Very <laughs> stubborn because they think they're the men in power. So when you've got a computer, probably some dickhead who hasn't got a clue. Telling you, yeah, we think you've done this wrong. Nine times out of ten, the referee's going to go, well, actually, fuck you, no, I didn't. So yeah. when VAR's right, the referee's rock, fucking, will still go against it. And when VAR's shite, the referee hasn't got the bottle to overrule it. It's yeah. mad. It's fucking mad. Um, yeah. But anyway, it, it, we played it well. Needs, needs jibbing, like you say. <laughs> um, yeah, we, 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 overall, as you say, let, let's, let's go away from VAR now. Um, we should have won three one, but oh well. Um, yeah, we uh, overall we played we played well. I think as a as a fucking team, they played well. Um, you said there was one player who you thought didn't play well who started and one who come on. When Alden, absolute fucking shite again, just all over the place. Couldn't sing a pass together. Thought he was absolutely fucking dreadful. Um, I made up Klopp's genius though because he hardly ever takes him off and he brought him off. Um, he was horrendous all game. Every single time the ball went through, he wasn't marking properly. He was just fucking trotting out like he did against Madrid. Shocking. Um, he got carried. I thought Fabinho played boss. Um, fucking hell. Loads of people were giving sent shit. You're one of them. I thought he could be played 10 times best than he did against Madrid. Bit sloppy on the ball at times, but I was watching him in a defensive view. And I, he, was, he was sharp getting back. He was fifth physical. He was leaving one in every now and again. Um, he looked hungry. He wanted it. And I made up. He got the goal. I think um, Jota said before, I don't think I don't think it's his place to start at the moment. I think he's a fantastic impact sub, uh, impact player. I think it's well better when he comes on. I think he's in a, a complete danger coming on. But when Mane came on, he was fucking shocking and horrendous again for about the 20th game on the trot. Absolute shite when he came on. Um, said it time and time again now. He's a massive concern. So I was 
Although I don't want Jota to start, was made up man, he didn't because he deserved to be left out. I thought bringing Firmino off was baffling. Firmino was by far our best player. I thought he was fantastic. I think he was everywhere. Um, and I made up, he, he scored even though it was offside. I might give him a bit of confidence even though it fucking rolled off his boots. Don't even know how he hit that ball. No, nah, he meant it, lad, because there's defenders on the line. So he done it on purpose to lift it over them. That's what it was. Oh, of course. Like, play, like, play, he's playing for the chess. Yeah, it's playing yeah, um, yeah. As I say, I don't want to. I don't want to moan about players too much. I thought Ronaldo was absolutely horrendous. Though, I thought Mane was shocking. That that bit at the end, I understand him. He's been ridiculed for shooting thing, but I understand that he's desperate for a goal. That if that goes in, it might give him a bit of confidence. But the way he's hit the ball, you know, you slide that to the bottom it was, corner. It was terrible. One, it was a terrible shot. Um, but I seen people. I seen people were like fuming about that shot. I weren't really that ass because I thought. It was over at that point anyway, so I was all right with it. Um, yeah, for me, Trent didn't have a good game until he scored. Um, yeah, made up, he got the goal, made up for him personally. I think after all the fucking ridicule and, and that he's had the last few weeks over the England selection and stuff like that, made up for him personally, given the confidence boost he needs. Um, defensively, I thought he was all right, yeah. Um, you say he was better than the Madrid game. That That's not hard. Um I was better than he's been defensively most most of the season, to be fair. Yeah, but then the one thing that he's got away with, he's, he's got away with not being a great defender because of how good he was in the attacking sense. Yesterday, he was shocking attacking. Every, every, it seemed every pass, I mean, I've looked at the stats and his, his pass completion rate was was better than I thought, even though it was still a bit shit. It was like 75%. Um, not bad, you know. <laughs> but every it seemed to me every pass, was he was hitting it out of play. Um, he, he fucking couldn't cross a ball yesterday to save his life. Um, I just think for what he's known for, in terms of his the way he actually plays, it was a poor game in that sense. Um, when he had to I defend, think, I, I feel like he's concentrated more on his defensive errors yesterday, and he knows he's under scrutiny for his defending, and he's concentrated a lot more on that. And that's what I said on the last podcast. If he can't defend. I want them on the team for yesterday. I want Milner in at right back because he can't fucking defend. He's he's taken a little bit away out of his game going forward and he's concentrated more on defending yesterday. And I was happy with that. I thought, as I said, I thought he worked hard getting back. That's what I want to see. I want to see a little bit of grit and a little bit of change in attitude that like so he comes across like I am the big I am and I'll strut around as I want. And yesterday he didn't. You know, he just fucked up against Madrid. That goal was his fault, but that's not what asked me against Madrid. It was the, the lack of interest in getting back and stuff. Against Villa, he was, I thought he was everywhere in defensive aspects. I thought he kept chasing back. You know, he he, kept, he left one in on that Cesar a few times. That's him fucking crying. Um, and that, that's what you want, lad. As far as I'm concerned, it's brilliant having fantastic forwards uh, and attacking full-backs, but if they can't defend, what's the point in them? Because they're going to leak goals. You could score three, you can see four with shit full-backs. He needs to defend, and I thought he'd done it well. And I don't think his passing and his, his offensive performance was as bad as people made out. I just think, because he's under the, the microscope now, and people aren't. Everyone, every, every player goes through a phase where they're a bit of a scapegoat, and every single thing they do is dramatised tenfold, because... Because they've been playing bad. It's the same with Mane now. 
Manny misses that like last season. We're like, ah, oh, we'll score the next one. But now we're like, ah, oh, he's fucking horrendous. He's shite because he's been shite. But it's just one of them. I think, I think everything Trent does for the next few weeks is going to get put out of proportion a little bit. When he's bad, he's really bad. When he's good, he's going to be really good. But yeah, well, I mean, it. it's you know, it's, it's not you know, us. It's not a case of anyone being scapegoated. That I, you know, you're like me. You you call it how you see it every game. So you know, last game you were you were slating Trent, and we had that fucking sort of debate about Trent, didn't we? Um, and then yeah. this one, it's kind of fucking roles reversed, which is which is mad. But that's what it is. We both call it how we each see it. We don't have scapegoats or nothing like that. Um, the other, yeah, Manny, I don't know, he's fucking been space jammed or something. I think aliens <laughs> have stolen his fucking powers, I don't know. Sacrificed his, his footballing ability for the new hairline. Um, <laughs> and, but the, the other player I want to I single out, and we haven't really singled him out. Um, in a negative light, I, I don't want to necessarily be negative about him. Is Allison? Um, yeah, I thought he was absolutely dog shit for the goal, especially. But the one thing we've well, not the one thing, but one of the things we've always said about him is how good his distribution is. I, I, I can't remember a pass he made on target like that was further than 10 yards yesterday. Um, but I think the problem now that goal that they scored, if that was. Adrian in goal, we'd never hear the end of it. That, oh yeah, I actually wrote down in my phone to say, and I forgot about it, you, you're absolutely 100% right. He'd be getting horses' heads in his bed now, Adrian, if that, yeah. if that was him, um, and he would. And, but it's, again, it's one of them where players who make a mistake after a mistake get scrutinised, but Alisson's become, coming into that bracket now. He was at fault for one of the goals against Madrid, being at fault for quite a few this season. But, you know, it's, it's not a bailout, but given circumstances, what's happened in his personal life, I don't even think he should be anywhere near the fucking squad at the moment. So you've got to give him credit for being there and carrying on. Um, yeah, absolutely. That doesn't make that fucking that doesn't make you slap a ball into the net. What's happened at home, but I just don't think he's all there at the moment, and it's understandable. So I, I'll give him a little bit of fucking leeway for now. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. The problem for me is. Before everything that happened in his personal life happened, he was still putting in these subpar performances. And I just don't think, when you consider what he was like the first season we got him, when, you know, he made that mistake against Leicester, I think it was his second game, and then he was fucking immaculate for the rest of the season, more or less. Um, and even last season, for the majority, he, you know, he had the, he got, he had a few injuries last season and stuff like that, but he was still, for the most part, he was still fucking unbelievable. And this season, we just haven't seen that Allison at all. Um, and it hasn't been mentioned by anybody that I've seen. Um, no, it hasn't. And it won't because he's Allison. And that's the, that's the thing. It takes it takes loads and loads of mistakes and loads of fuck-ups for, for them to get scrutiny. I've said to you before, haven't I? Some players can make one mistake. And it's like it's like they have a cult following. It's like like Nabi Keita. He's got he's got people on Twitter, like and I'm talking thousands of accounts named after him who just yeah. love him. You can't say a bad word about him, but then you've got fans who fucking hate him and think he's absolutely shit and he's never going to make it. I'm a bit in the middle. I think he's yeah. got massive potential. He's not old. He's still got fucking years in him. He's been hampered with injuries, and some think he walks on water. And it's the same with Allison. Some people think he walks on water. The same with Trent. They have cult followings now. 
you'll have people who support a player more than they support a team. Yeah. And, you know, it, it depends what the balance is. But I totally agree with you. I think he's been, he's been awful many a time this season. I think, you know, I, I think it's hard to play it when you're not 100% sure your defence is going to be. When you're a goalie, you need to... If, if you, you're thinking, if, if you're going into a game as a goalie, you're thinking, I'm used to not being busy. I'm used to making three saves a week or three shots at me a week and it's gone from that to ten. Um, you, you're thinking, you think on the, on the flip side, getting ten shots at you would make you better. But when you're not used to it in a team like this and you've got Van Dijk and you don't know what players' capabilities are, I just don't know whether he's, he's a bit unsure with what's in front of him. He's a bit nervy on the foot on the football side of things. Who he's passing the ball to? It's a, it must it's hard as a goalie like us. They're the last one on the pitch and they're on their own all fucking game. Yeah. So, when, so I say everything that's gone on with him, I just think give him. I want the season to end. I want him to be able to go home, be with his family. I want him to come back hungry as fucking next season. And he comes as the falls with fans like Gomez and that. And it's all it's all this season's going to be forgotten about forever. Yeah, so let let me ask you then, and I, I hate I hate asking this kind of question because I hate I hate thinking that it's one person's fault. But if you're saying that he's he's not used to getting that many shots at him in a game, is that then down to you know John Achterberg and his team? Are they not and are they not training in the right way for him to be prepared for that sort of shit? I I think with goalkeeping coaching. I think as much as you, I think it's the exact. I think goalkeeping is exactly the same as penalty taking. I don't think you can train that. I think you're a natural goalie, and you can get taught things um, how to dive a certain way, how to save a low shot, how to save a high shot. I don't think like I don't think you can prepare for it when you've got forty fucking forty minutes playing football with ninety percent of possession, and then there's a ball fucking flying at you two seconds after just being at their end. I don't think you can prepare for it. It might sound stupid. I don't think it's anyone's fault. Like John Atterberg gets the fucking blame for every goal we've ever had. No. And that's why I didn't want to bring it up because I don't like no, blaming no. coaches. We've discussed it before, haven't we? That poor bastard gets every bit of shit every time he plays a uh, goalie. But he gets no on. credit when he plays boss. No, exactly. Penalty save. You don't say, ah, oh, that was fucking Atterberg, do you? No, it was a penalty <laughs> in the Super Cup. Penalty save, great goalkeeping, but you don't get the credit. So no, I don't think it's anything. I, I don't get me wrong. I've, I've blamed him myself in the past, and I've thought, how come so many goalkeepers become shit? I don't think it's anything to do with that. I just think in, in a heat of the moment game of football, you could be the best goalie in the world if someone's whacking a shot at you, fucking forty miles an hour or something. I don't know how you're trained to stop that speed. That like, don't get me wrong, the goal against Villa. Is an a full on error. It's fucking shocking. The ball's rolling at him and he's parried it in. But to, to the corner though, like it's not even gone just under him or nothing. He's got he's done it. Well to do what he's done. Direction. Yeah, I, I don't know how he's done it. If he got asked to do that ten times on the trap, mate, I don't think he'd do it once. I don't think he'd be able to handle <laughs> the ball the way he's done it. But again, just, I just think you've got to be as a goalie, you'll see the, the best keepers, you'll see the best keepers at the best games, the likes of your Bernies and that, when they're, they're on the back foot most of the game. And it's non-stop, 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 because they're used to it. They're used to dive, jump up, save, 
when you're not used to that, but it's happening, or you're not used to it, and you get the odd, odd shot here and there, I just think it's I think it's difficult to be a goalkeeper in a team that doesn't really fucking get attacked, and then when it flips and you, it's non-stop, then, then I think you struggle. I don't think he knows whether he's coming or going with us at the minute. Oh, last question about Adrian Allison then. Um, do you think it, it part of it is down to the fact, and I said this yesterday, um, he hasn't got what he thinks is any actual competition. Um, as, as good as Keller has played, obviously he's injured at the minute, as good as he played when he come in, I don't think there's, there's ever going to really be a scenario where we go, where Klopp goes, right, Alisson, you didn't play very well last game, we're going to drop you for Kelleher. I don't think that's happening. And the same, we know it's not happening with Adrian. Adrian and Kelleher are only playing at the minute if Alisson's injured. For me, I think we need to get in another number one goalie. And then if, if Alisson's not up to scratch, we can go comfortably, right? You're not playing up to scratch. You're getting dropped for whoever we bring in, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know that, to be honest. Um, it's mad with goalies because they have this unity, don't they, where they're a, fucking, they're a team on and off the mm. pitch and that means what is it, the fucking goalkeepers what? The goalkeepers union or something, Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know whether they work like that, I don't, like, like outfield players, like if you're a right back, you're a bit cocky, you know, say for instance, Trent, you're a bit cocky, you know you, you know what you're capable of, you know you're well better than the, the next right back there. So you, you might get a bit cocky. Football, outfield football is a bit arrogant. I don't think goalkeepers are. So I don't think that'll be going through his mind. I just think it's a case of like what I was saying before might come across and sound like I'm just waffling absolute shit because it's a bit contradictory, like because you can't win. You're either getting loads of shots at you and you're not used to it, or you're getting none and you're a bit slow and dozy to get answered because you're not getting enough action, do you know what I mean? But I just think Alisson, without that, I just think it's a, it's a mix-up of he's not used to being attacked as much as he is and then he gets used to it and then we start playing well and then it's a fucking counter-attack. Shots getting whacked at him, mistakes from defenders, balls over the top that he's not used to being in. The, he's probably not used to being in them positions where he's, he's isolated with a shot like that because you've always got a body in the way. Uh, think about how many blocks our, our defence make a season before it even gets to the goalie. You might, team might have 10 shots, eight of them won't even get to the goal. You know what I mean? So I just think he's being a bit... When they are coming, they're coming at him. And I don't think he's used to it. So, and I think with everything that's gone on, I don't think it's nothing to do with competition. I think it's it's more so to do with... He doesn't know his best defence. He doesn't know what team's going to be playing in front of him. And we're getting, we're getting caught... Um, making defensive errors a lot more. He hasn't got the security in front of him that he had. And that's not necessarily blaming Phillips and Cabot. I thought they were brilliant yesterday again. It's just as a whole, as a defensive unit, the full-backs, the midfielders, we're not defending as a a unit as much as we were. And the same going forward, we're not attacking as a unit. It's like our Sunday league team at the minute before COVID. So there's no comparison. But we were going forward. We'd have our full-backs go forward with our centre-mids and our two attackers as a, as a unit. But then when we were defending, we'd have the full-backs right back, a back four with the three centre-mids right back and our, our wingers right back. And you defend them at like 10 and then you're attacking. It's like a fucking seven or an eight. 
but yeah. we've stopped doing that, so we're starting to just fail now. Uh, and that's what Liverpool have been doing in the past. And the, the two quarters to send too many forwards, but when they're defending, no one's asked about getting back. So I just feel a bit sorry for Alisson at the minute. I just think he's been he's, a, he's in a bit of a shit situation with everything that's gone on in the team and at home. So I'm happy to just see it as that. And fingers crossed, as you say, get maybe get a bit of competition in the summer. I think you get better playing with better players as well. If he's he's having a keeper, because in goalkeeping you'll have you'll see before the matches, and you'll have sometimes a coach whacking the ball at you, or a coach crossing the ball in, or a goalie doing it. So if I was a goalie where I was as a kid, I'd prefer another goalie kicking the ball where he thought I couldn't save it to make him yeah. look better, and then I'd save it. Vice versa, and I'd do the same. If you're working with someone who's trying to beat you, so it is making you a little bit better when it's just a coach doing it time and time again. Um, they're looking for for gaps, but they're not trying to compete with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree with, with the majority of what you just said there, to be fair. Um, but as I say, I think Alison just hasn't been brought up enough the way it has with other players. But um, we got the win. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Three points. Um, a win at Anfield, which I, I, I forgot what it, that looked like. Um, so last question before we wrap it up, then if they play like that against Madrid, um, and hopefully we don't concede, do we do you see us going through? Well, basically, yesterday I, t- I thought it was a matter of time before we scored. Um, we need to be less sloppy because we were at time, the passing was a little bit shit when Alden was a ghost. Um, so we need a full 11 on the pitch. We need a hungry full 11. We need to do a little bit of what Trent was doing where he was leaving one in, a little bit of an elbow here and there, getting a bit nasty. Um, we need to play better than that to beat Madrid. But if we play that type of football without the sloppiness and we just we go for goal and we attack like, like we did, then yeah. I, I, don't see why we, I don't see why we can't score two against them and not concede if we, if we just play Basic, simple football. Keep your back four back. Send sense up when there's gaps. Play play the games at how it's panning out. Games like that, you can play too tactically. Players are playing zones and all that. I think at the end of the day, say to Trent, say to Robbo, if that gap's there, go. If it's not there, don't. Play cautiously. I think the first 10 minutes are absolutely vital. We have to... We could, we could kill ourselves by doing it, but I'd I think we have to go and try and get a goal early. We have to go yeah, and we have to go and try and shake them up a little bit. Say so what I want to see against Madrid is Andy Robbo or Trent or Fabinho bang straight into one of their best players straight away instantly take a booking if you have to fucking rattle them get straight in like they do to us whack them be in the ref's face be be due to them what they done to us be all over it fucking little dive go down wind them up irritate them get in the reds that's what we have to do we can do it we've got it in us to do it to do it we've done it against Barcelona not even not even the goal was the, the little streak where you've got fucking like Robbo slapping Messi on the back of the head and that we've got it in us to do it that's, yeah. what, that's what we need to be doing um, we, the main thing for me it didn't matter how I said I wanted to get a few goals against Villa and win and go into the Madrid game winning and we've done that so We've gone in on a win. If we'd have went in on a loss, I'd have had no hope whatsoever. I just think the, the morale would have been too low to, 
to pick us up without a crowd against them. They're not the best team in the world. They're fucking absolutely far from it. We can beat them a million percent. We've just got to, we've just got to go in confident, make less mistakes um, and play a team that's going to fight for you. At the moment, Genie Wijnaldum's not in that first 11 for me. He's not going to fight for you. He's, he's put his card on the table and he's told us he's going and he's strutting around the park at the moment. Something he's never done. Something I couldn't even dream of saying that he doesn't look interested, but he doesn't. So for me, get him out the team, start Thiago. Yeah, I'd start Thiago myself. Um, especially with him not starting the last two. So it, that I think that's a sign that he's going to start uh, on Wednesday. But yeah, we, we've come back. I think it was big that we, we come back and won yesterday. Obviously, the win gives them confidence anyway. But the fact that we've gone behind, had the setback of the VAR, this allowed goal, and then still gone on to win. Again, that's the mentality we were showing all last season. So it, it's nice. It, it, it gives you a bit more confidence in it. Um, having the away goal is massive. Makes the job ever so slightly easier that we have at Anfield. Um, so fingers crossed. Yeah, just say less hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's just one of them. And the away goal is 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 crucial, um, and that's what we've got to stop them getting crucially as well. We've got to we've got to just. I don't want to see no fucking messing about in defence. I don't want to see us trying to fucking play out of it if it's unnecessary. If they've got Benzema, if Benzema's up your ass, don't be trying to fucking take them on. Just fucking get rid of it. Give it but back to Alisson and like, fucking they, get rid of it. When they when they were running at us yesterday, they were running at us in like triangles. So they they put two or three men running towards Phillips, and I, I loved how calm he was on the ball sometimes. Like he doesn't get mentioned enough for how how calm composed is on the ball when he has to be. He was yeah. look, he, was, he wasn't just hoofing it yesterday. He was looking for a pass. Kabak was the same. He was playing out. He had a bit of space, but you know when you've got a fucking fast player running at you, it's easy to just shit yourself and just do it anyway. When he yeah. had to, Allison done the same when he had to come out, just get rid of it, no fucking messing around. But yeah. the thing I liked about yesterday was, as I say, the, um, the lack of changing in thought. We just we had a feeling we were going to score, and then we had a feeling we were going to score again. And I, for the first time in ages, had a sneaky feeling we were going to score least. And um, that, that goal to then scored, I've just seen an angle of it on Twitter. I don't oh, even know. From behind him. I don't even understand why he shot. It's fucking <laughs> bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. There's a on the picture, there's an inch to aim for. He's got to yeah. hit this, he's got to hit this inch gap with the ball for it to go where it goes, and he doesn't, and it's fucking unbelievable. Um that'll give him massive confidence going forward against Madrid. Give him he show people what he can do going forward. There's talk about him being moved into midfield. I've said it before. If there's a space in midfield for him, get him there because he's not the best defender. But um, after first and foremost, you have to get a new right back before you can do that. I think yeah. he's obviously he's the future of Liverpool. He's never going to be shitty. He, someone put pointed out to me the other day. I put a poll on Twitter about Trent, saying like, not even a poll, just asked what are your thoughts on Trent. Ninety ninety five percent of it was literally. He's still only twenty two. <laughs> Look at everything he's achieved in the game. He's absolutely brilliant. But he can he can still improve, and I thought, yeah, good analogy, fair play. He yeah. is only still young; he's still learning. If, um, but sorry for going on about Trent, I just feel like I have to back up, like because I absolutely slaked in the last game. 
and I'm not fickle. I won't stand by tension, tension, tension. I'll, I'll, I'll change my view as and when. And I thought he was sound against Villa. Um, Madrid, it's going to be a hard ask. It's going to be tough. They're going to make it hard for us. I want to see us play on the edge of our box defensively. I don't want to see us on the fucking halfway line. I want to see Thiago and Fabinho sat in together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want to see, I'd like, I'd honestly, in this game, I'd like to see Firmino, Fabinho and Thiago on the field. I'd like to see the front three, Manny, Salah and Jota, um, for this. The only problem with that is if it isn't working out, you've got absolutely fuck all to bring up. Um, so it is all edging the basket for the, for the first half, really. But I think that, that's how I'd like to see. I'd like to see like two old midfielders with Firmino playing on a point just yeah. behind the two attackers and just go for it. We've got to go for it. We've got nothing to lose, lads. We're two goals down. Um, we're at home and anything can happen. You never know what Liverpool. No, we don't do things the easy way and we didn't do it the easy way yesterday. Um, three points. Top four's looking better and that's all we could ask for. So I'll roll on Wednesday and up the Reds. Up the Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.